Hey, listener, are you happy with your current chicken wings? Do you wish you had something a little saucier? If you answered yes, then it might be time for you to break up with your old chicken wings and get a new honey. Lemon pepper wing from Popeye's. Share the wings with your friends so they can see it's time to move on, too. Head to Popeye's and get six-piece honey lemon pepper wings for $5.99. At participating U.S. restaurants, price may vary. Welcome to the Busted Open Podcast. This is the Busted Open Podcast. You can listen to the full show Monday through Saturday from 9 a.m. to noon Eastern on Sirius XM Fight Nation Channel 156. Yeah, welcome in pro wrestling fans here on a Saturday and it's time for Busted Open Radio Podcast Edition. I am your Saturday host, Ryan McKinnell, and joining me, as always, is the world's strongest man, the one and only Mark Henry. What's up, Mark? Hey, we know what the listeners are in for, and they are in for a treat on this Saturday, including, listen, man, it happens so often here on the Saturday. We are recapping SmackDown, the work that Roman Reigns, Adam Pearce, Kevin Owens, the, 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 the just the main event work we are seeing from these players is truly outstanding. Listen, Roman Reigns, I told you, I equate him to being like a planet, and he is pulling all of us into his gravitational pull uh, it's undeniable. Like, his work is just off the chart. And we are one week away from Royal Rumble. Baby faces abound. Who are our early picks? And how much do we want to see Daniel Bryan get that shine? That is inside. And listen, Mark, it wouldn't be a Saturday show if we didn't give the listeners out there our weekly winner for the best show that was in the week in professional wrestling. And, oh, yeah, Mark, your old buddy, Skip. AKA Ryback. He says he's going to AEW. He says he's going to the competition. What do you think about that? Silence of the lambs. I'm done with it. I'm done with it. I, I think I'm. you'll find out if you listen to the podcast what I thought about the whole situation. There you go. The world's strongest man here in on a Saturday. I am Ryan McKinnell. This is Busted Open Podcast Edition. Sit back, relax, quick play. Let's get it going. Busted Open. All right, we are back on Busted Open. I'm Ryan McKinnell. That is Mark Henry. That familiar music that you hear, uh, you've been hearing it for, for many generations, not just one generation, not just two generations. That is the uh, introduction to Larry King Live. And Mark, news coming down about an hour ago, 86-year-old Larry King, broadcasting legend, interviewing legend, TV legend, radio legend, uh, multimedia legend, has passed away at the age of uh, 86 due to coronavirus. And, man, I... Just, uh, I mean, I, I can't speak much on Larry King because I wasn't a huge fan of his, but I have so much respect for him because of the 50 years in the game. Um, and also a huge passion for broadcasting and interviewing Mark. I remember reading a story from Larry back at uh, rolling stone years ago where he talked about, you know, how are you so, so successful? Like, how are your interviews so good? And for those that don't know, that's what Larry King was really known for. He's a great interviewer, right? did it for decades. Um, and he said, I don't interview anyone that I don't, I don't care about. I don't talk to people that I'm not interested in. So Larry eventually reached a point mark where he was just able to be an inquisitive fellow to, to follow his passions. And he, you know, he, he talked about what he wanted to talk about. He did what he wanted to do. And I think that's a kind of a cool Testament to Larry King. He, he did it his way and he did it the way he wanted to do it. You know, I'm, I'm sure that there, there's a thing where when some a big movie comes out or a new 
music tour is going to happen and they they start organizing the press for right. the advertisement. You know how many people have fucking put themselves <laughs> out there and wanted to say, hey, well, we need to get on Larry King. And Larry King would be like, who? <laughs> no. No, no, thank you. <laughs> it just right. completely no-sold them in the wrestling terminology. Like, just, no. Uh, who is that? I don't even know who that is. Kodak, Kodak Black? No. no Doja Cat? Doja Cat? I'm, I'm sorry, Doja I'm not interviewing. Sorry. <laughs> okay, so you got this guy, you got this guy, um, John Legend? Oh, yeah, yeah. I love to interview him. I, I've, I've heard his music. Like, then yeah. you, you spark, he was able to interview people in a style where it was educational to us 100%. listening. And you came away from it like a wrestling match. He worked for the show. He wanted people to go, wow, I didn't know that. Larry King was so good, and he will be very well missed in the world of journalism. Yeah. You know, a guy that he reminds me of, um, who is more my generation, a guy I did listen to more, was Howard. Um, obviously, our, our Howard Stern here on Sirius XM. Great I call him Uncle. I, I call him Uncle Howard because of all the love he sprinkles throughout the, the Sirius uh, hallways and you know the airwaves. Uh, you know, Mark, very similar to Larry in that regard. To where, as an interviewer, uh, had the respect of his subjects, right, and was able to use that respect to. I don't want to be disrespectful when I say this because I'm not being. I'm. I'm. I'm not. Uh, but pick and prod. He was able to get to the the center of subjects and ask questions to subjects um, that you probably wouldn't be able to ask strictly because he was Larry King, and that's a powerful thing. Yeah, and 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 Larry King, in his interviewing style, never made apologies. You know, mm. sometimes you you hear an interview and the, the interviewer go, you know, I, I know this is a sensitive topic, and I really you know don't want to incite a riot, or I don't want to. <laughs> you know, right. upset you per se, but what is going on with it? And Larry King never did that. Yeah. Larry King would go right to it. And, um, what's going on with this situation? Yeah. And he would let people talk and then he would empathize with them. Larry King was special, man. I, I don't know if we'll ever see another, Larry King. I mean, Oprah, we have an Oprah, but we don't have a male that can interview and bring those tears and bring the emotion mm-hmm. out of you. Um, he's going to be well missed. Well, well said, Mark. Well said. And the longevity, the longevity. Talk about never having another Larry King. Uh, the decades that at which he did it, can another man or woman, you know, reign over American media uh, the way King did for all those decades? I don't know. It's going to take someone very, very special. So rest in peace to Larry King, age 86, passing away just a, a couple hours ago. And, and as Mark said, definitely will be missed. All right, Mark, let's dive back. Well, not even back into SmackDown, man. We didn't even get into SmackDown. We yet. didn't even get so, into uh, it. Yeah, we haven't, we haven't even. We haven't even started talking about SmackDown last night. Uh, I know we got Weekly Winter coming up in hour three. It's still, I'm going to be honest, it's still pretty close in my head. I think I have a winner, but between NXT and SmackDown, I think those were the two best shows of the week. But, but Mark, we talk about this all the time when we do Weekly Winter, when we do the Saturday show. SmackDown is just consistently on a different level. Can I say level. it? 
Can I say it? Go ahead. Roman Reigns. Bro, it's crazy. Roman Reigns. Emmy. Hey. He's got preach. to. This dude is doing stuff that is it's beyond wrestling. Like, he's so damn captivating. And it's getting better every week. And and you know, like, how do you get better on perfection? Because he's has <laughs> he's had some nights that was like perfection. Like you can't. What else could you have done? What else? There's been, you know what? Probably been like two or three nights like that where I've been left thinking like that was perfection. As to your point, to like what more could you have possibly done? Nothing. Nothing. And Mark, he's he's building on that. He's coming back and he's doing it again yeah. and again and again. And and he he has the right to come out there and say, I have carried this company on my back. And this is how you treat me. That's my Roman Reigns impersonation. What do you think? This Not, bad. Not bad. Not bad. I mean, you're missing Not you're bad. missing the Samoan locks, but you know, oh, what yeah. am I gonna the say? Tattoos, as we sit, the abs, I was the, just saying as we sit as we sit the sit hair here today, the every, everything the we are both hey we are we are both uh freshly shaven though today you're looking good today uh sexual chocolate got the uh got the cue balls going on today on uh busted open oh Saturday. yeah it's all right man you know what the they're gonna have to put a new meme up with me and you with our bald heads <laughs> you know holding coffee mugs saturday morning busted open Boom. I liked. There you go. I liked when we were we were thinking of the buffet the buffet brothers. Um, but now that buffets are probably going to be closed for the foreseeable future. Forever. Like, yeah, but it, you know what? That also might be a nice ode to a, a prior life and a prior time. And yeah, we'll see. We'll see. We'll come up with something. We'll but we with eat with but our eyes. You, Everybody I does. I was eating a bagel during break, and your eyes lit up to. I mean, you really love food. I mean, we know this. Oh, we, we all love food. But can I give I them the promo? You. Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> yes. Ladies and gentlemen, this is a commercial for Mark Henry and Ryan McKinnell's Bagel Shop. Now, today's special is a toasted base ba- bagel with a small smear of peanut butter, thinly sliced bananas drizzled with honey. Mmm, doesn't that sound nice? Come on over and get your special three ninety nine, and that is the discounted price <laughs> for the peanut butter banana, honey. I gotta be honest. I gotta bagel. be honest. I gotta be honest. As much as I'm, I'm down. I would absolutely a dream of my. Well, first of all, I already had my dream when you fantasy booked uh, guns and I and a match like six months ago, and you named my finisher the High Times, and you ran through that whole match. That was uh, one of my highlights here on Busted Open, and I would love to start any sort of food establishment with you, Mark. But no disrespect to the bagel idea. I just, I it has to be barbecue. Like if we, if, oh if, yeah, if it, yeah. I mean, could we do a barbecue and bagel spot? I know those two things don't go together, but we don't <laughs> have to abide. We don't have to abide by anyone else's rules. We can do whatever stick we want. to no rules. <laughs> exactly. Man, but, but what? Gun- what's it, uh, both of those places would have? Those are two of my favorite smells. Walking <laughs> into a barbecue place and walking into a a a, a 
Well, not just a bagel restaurant. Yeah, bakery. Walking into a bakery. Yeah, I'm glad you stuck with food because when you led that off, saying those are my two favorite smells, I feel like that could have went in an entirely different direction. Oh man, I, I'm not going any other direction when okay, we talk. Saying- when we start talking about food, <laughs> you're gonna have to stop me now. <laughs> you're gonna have to stop me. But but you, it it would be hard to 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 marry those two places because of the distinctness of their yeah um, they're they're who they are we i just look at them as, like pe- us. as people we gotta they're find not people even like us a, yeah you got i mean barbecue and bakery just non-judgmental people that's what i'm saying you just need to find non-judgmental passionate people that can see beyond their own sort of you know issues and can appreciate a barbecue and bagel place i will agree it makes no sense but again Listen, you have to put them together side by side and then have a courtyard in between Mm. Where you can go and buy you whatever kind of anything bagel or raisin bagel or whatever kind of bagel that you <laughs> Why like. Do we- Bring it to the courtyard. Sit your stuff down. Hey, <laughs> honey, I'll be right back. I'm going to go next door. And then you go over here and you get you some thinly sliced or thick sliced moist brisket. And then you put it on the bagel. <laughs> why, why do I feel what? like... Why what? do I feel like why do I feel like this is like 50% of every road conversation that you guys have when you're traveling across America? Because it is. You and the rock back in the <laughs> you're 90s. Exactly right. <laughs> it's like half half the time it's fantasy booking matchups, the other half of the time it's fantasy booking what you're gonna do with your buddy and the and the crazy food places you're gonna build. So uh yeah. yeah. I, I, I I feel like I'm in a very familiar spot for you, Mark Henry. <laughs> oh my god, man, you're right there. You you're in the car. <laughs> exactly. All right, let's get back to that great work by Roman Reigns, Mark. Uh, listen, you talked about it, right? He was going out. He was uh, spitting venom. He was. Uh, well, he had enough for everybody. He had some for the fans. He had some for the company, talking about carrying uh, the company on his back. And he had a little bit for Adam Pierce as well. This is Roman Reigns last night on Friday Night SmackDown. You haven't been in a match in, what, like four, five, six years now? Six, six years. And you're going to come out here and complain about how your body hurts when you're, you're sitting here standing next to the thoroughbred of the WWE, the guy who gets it done week after week for years now, 52 weeks a year. I've done it five days a week, four days. It doesn't matter. I've done it all. And I never complained. It never bothered me. I never stopped because I bust my ass for this place. That's why I am who I am. And you're going to come out here and you're going to complain. You're going to whine. You're going to moan. No wonder. No. No wonder. No wonder you never made it to the WWE. Roman Reigns spitting hot fire at Adam Pierce last night on SmackDown, man. Mark, you're sitting there shaking your head. It, it's, it really is astonishing. You said it. I mean, this dude's had two or three perfect promos in the last six months or whatever the hell it's been. Um, and then to have this and to just keep layering it on and to just keep one upping himself. And like last night there was like, there was, there were even wrinkles Mark in the delivery. Like he, he thugged it up a little bit. He brought a little bit of the street out. You know what I mean? But he was cracking a smile. Like the, there was like a weird sort of cockiness confidence thing happening with him. I don't know where the nuance lied. I just, he's adding layers to his character. That's so subtle that it's just, it's really exciting. And here's another thing, Mark, you know how hard it is to get people. You were talking about it yesterday with Renee young, 
right? Uh, I think uh, Justin Labar brought it up. You know how hard it is to get people to, you know, agree on something or to not hate something? Like, we're talking about Renee. Everyone loves Renee. Everyone, Mark, loves this Roman work. Do you know how hard it is to get all of these marks on one side of the table to be like, yeah, this is good shit. It's damn near impossible. It's uh, it's damn near impossible. That's that's the only way that you can explain it. Like, I was listening... (laughs) I was listening to Dave and Bully and a caller called in and talked about how, well, why, well, why didn't they do this with him a long time ago? And then nobody would have never hated him. And I was like, who, who cares? Why would you? Also, would they have hated him as much if there wasn't that five or six years of frustration? Yeah. Why? I mean, it's, it's like, why ask why? Like (laughs) that is such a waste of time that I feel like, you know, only wrestling fans can find something that's great and positive and put a negative spin on it. But with Roman right now, (laughs) you can't do it. There's no negativity in what he is and, and, and how he's working and the ability that he has to, I man, listen in a perfect world, say there was no names of of pro wrestling companies there was no such thing as a name it was the best pro wrestlers in the world the world of pro wrestling Mm -hmm. think about roman reigns and the champions at japan roman reigns and the champions at impact don't do this to me mlw aew this is like talking about food yeah, it's fantasy booking. Yeah, but I'm just saying. Dream here. Yeah, where where in the world is somebody that's comparable that you would say, "Oh yeah, he Roman's equal right now." No one. No, no one. one. Even, honestly, and Mark, here's the crazy thing, and I don't mean that disrespectfully because it's wild to think about how great Roman is right now and really how great SmackDown is when you juxtapose it and you put it side by side all the other great pro wrestling that's happening like it's not like it's like a wall in every other weekly television show and SmackDown's just well it's it's better than the rest no everything is pretty solid Wednesday night is more than pretty solid and SmackDown anchored by Roman Reigns is doing the best work in the professional wrestling world and I'm even talking about as you mentioned Japan which is really hard for me to get admit the fact that I'm putting a WWE product over all of this it's really Really impressive. Man, I I would pay so much money to see Roman and Evil or Roman uh, and Kotobushi. Roman and Okada. Okada. Oh my God. Mm. I would pay so much money. I'd pay at least two hundred dollars for a ticket to go see Roman versus Kotobushi or Evil. Just mm. in any capacity. Ro- Roman Reigns. Sammy Guevara. Because I, I look at Sammy Guevara's, he's evolving into, from watching him Wednesday, Yeah, he's evolving into a guy that needs to go the babyface route. I never I thought heading, I would we're, say it. But we're heading I never there, thought I would say it. Yeah. But he's too damn good. And I always say that in pro wrestling, when you're the, when you're the bad guy, you almost got to be a boring-ass heel. Bradshaw labeled it the best. Why would you do anything cool? Why would you do anything that the fan would like? 
you take it away from the fan. You tease them. Oh, I'm going to go up to the top. I'm going to turn this flip. I'm you look at the people and you go, no, screw you and climb down. I'm not doing that. And you take their damn head off and you impose your will and you put, grab them by the back of their head. And you push them to the camera and then you say, look at them. And then you clothesline the head off again and now you don't have it. Like you have to be able to manipulate and Roman Reigns is the best wrestling manipulator without wrestling. He's doing it with his voice and the flexion. Weekly. Every week he's doing it. And he yep. makes me want, like, man, I, I'm, I'm sitting there going, I wish you would stop talking about how you're going to dominate and how you stand over <laughs> everybody, you bastard. I'm mad at him. I want to see him get a whooping. He's, man. The dude is just at a level right now in pro wrestling that I, I hope we see it again from somebody else. Somebody else needs to step up to rival him because he, he in a world by himself. Hey, everyone. This is former NFL linebacker and current SiriusXM NFL radio host, Kirk Morrison. And I'm here to tell you about my new podcast, Total Coverage. Each week, I'll be joined by some of the greatest minds in the game as we explore the hows and the whys behind the week's biggest results. Whether we're breaking down player techniques, game plans, or coaching philosophies, we'll explain the details that define our favorite performances. New episodes will be available every Tuesday on the SiriusXM app, Pandora, and Apple Podcasts. And I've accomplished a lot. But one thing that I have never done is win a Royal Rumble match. And, you know, a lot of the experts, the commentators, Michael Cole especially, will say things like, they understand. I wanted to put you on the spot, Cole. But here comes the pound for pound strongest Brian, man in Brian, WWE. Brian. I thought I beat some sense into you last week, but here you are again talking about how are you going to win the Royal Rumble? I mean, I, I do appreciate you explaining the rules to everybody. I mean, I could have done it better and in five different languages. <laughs> C'est vrai, oui? All right, we are what back here bastard. on Busted, Busted Open. I'm Brian McKittle. That is Mark Henry. Those are the words from the one and only Cesaro interrupting Daniel Bryan last night on Friday Night SmackDown. The best part of that, Mark, is I saw you laughing. It was actually where we just cut it off, where Cesaro in, I believe, French, looks to a handcuffed Sami Zayn ringside and asks him a question, something, something we, and he's like, ah, don't worry about it. No one wants to talk to you anyway. Um Sami Zayn last night. I know we're about to talk about Daniel Bryan in the Royal Rumble, but Sami Zayn locking himself ringside last night with the hashtag justice for Sami uh, gimmick going on. I don't know what you want to call it. It's just it, for as great as Roman Reigns is and for as reliable as he is on Friday night, the work that Sami Zayn is doing, whether it be in comedic relief or frustration or whatever you want to call it, just firing on all cylinders, dude. I, I love seeing that last night from Sami. Listen, man, I, we've said this on this show many times that Sami, Sami Zayn is, he's a great wrestler, like really is. Like sometimes you don't get to show everything that he could do because he needs to be at that boring ass heel. But where he is not being able to express the talent in 
in the ring, he makes up for it as an entertainer. Like, there's not many people that can cut a promo like Sami Zayn. I mean, he is in the top 1% of guys in pro wrestling around the world when it comes to grabbing a microphone. And just a simple backstage. Just a guy just walk to the ring and handcuff himself and have a sign that he's in protest of what's going on with the state of wrestling. (laughs) Everybody can't do that. It requires somebody that, you know, is built for that. And he is. He's built for that. And Cesaro, he's just, you know what, man? He's a wealth. He's a, uh, just a, so many riches that, um, is, is you're on radio and, and you push you at a loss for words. The cup, this guy uh, speaks, the, cu- the cup overfloweth. The <laughs> cup overfloweth with talent. <laughs> it's true. And I mean, like he's, he was, he was serious. Yeah. Speaking five languages. He could tell you whatever he wants to tell you in five different languages. And I could do it better than you. And in more language and five languages. Just like, come on, man, stop bragging. Stop showing <laughs> off, man. Like, I, I love it, man. I think that, uh, man, SmackDown is just, you know, they've been killing it for the last, you know, two months, three months. And yep. I don't see it stopping anytime soon. And it's, it's anchored by. And it's anchored by that great work that Roman's doing so often to start the show, to end the show, a little bit sprinkled throughout. Then you get a little bit of love from Billy Kay doing her thing with the Riot Squad. Then you look at your TV and, oh, my oh God, my on God. my television, there's Cesaro, Sami Zayn, and Daniel Bryan all within 50 feet there's of each Bianca other, all working Belair. together. There's Bianca Belair. There's Bailey. There's Sasha Banks. Like, are you kidding me? Like, when you think about what we saw last night in a two-hour window, and I know it wasn't all perfect pro wrestling, very rarely is, but when you think of, again, the Work Reigns is doing bookended um, and then all this other great accompaniment. And again, the fact that within, you know, you just look at your TV and there's Sami Zayn, Daniel Bryan and Cesaro doing meaningful work and having entertaining promos and being on your television. It's just it's a, I can't stress this enough. It's a really good time for pro wrestling because it hasn't. I mean, you know, guys, we're all guys, girls. We're all pro wrestling fans. Really sit back and think about it. Think about what's happening on Wednesdays. Think about what's happening with Impact, right? And and AEW and the splitting of those rosters and the questions about has Tony Impact bought or Tony Impact? Has Tony Khan bought Impact? Maybe that's that'll be his alter ego, Tony Impact, right? But I mean, there's just so much going on. And then it's again, the week ends with Friday. It's outstanding. Mark, I, I think back to what we just heard. You were talking about Cesaro, we were talking about Zayn, but really what led that off was that impassioned promo. It was interrupted by Cesaro, but it began by Daniel Bryan talking about his love for the Royal Rumble, talking about how special it is for him. And Mark talking about how he's never won before, which is kind of surprising when you think about all the things that he has done. Dave, and you were talking about it yesterday. Daniel Bryan might be the front runner in terms of fan sort of backing. I don't know where everybody sits. We can take callers 877-344-4893 a week out from Royal Rumble right now. How are you feeling? Who do you want to see win? But Mark, I feel like Daniel Bryan is still that perennial winner every single time he's in a Royal Rumble. I don't think WWE fans, I don't think pro wrestling fans have gotten enough of the Daniel Bryan story. And also, Mark, I want to get your thoughts. The fact that the last few months Daniel Bryan has been losing and taking pins and been building up other talent on the roster, do you think that could signal something big coming next Sunday? 
You know what? Uh, I said this to a friend of mine yesterday that it would be great. His name is Dave LeGregor. It would be great <laughs> if Daniel Bryan grabbed the microphone and said, you know what? I know that I haven't been stellar in this ring the last few weeks. I know I've dropped a few losses back to back to back. But for some reason tonight, I'm dedicating this to my newborn. I'm going to show my kid okay. that their dad is somebody. I've never run. A, I never won a rumble. But tonight is my night. And you get Daniel Bryan down to the last. I mean, he can go in like, you know, halfway. Let him battle. And it goes down to the last guy. Bang. Come to the ring. Three or four people in the ring. Everything happens the way that it's supposed to happen. Daniel's one of the, the last guys standing across from the other guy. And that guy may happen to be somebody that we know and love like a Cesaro. A Big E. Have they not had some of the best matches that we've seen in recent time? And they go at it, and it rent. Daniel has a, a label lock on somebody on the turnbuckle, mm. and it looks like both of them are going to go out. And it's one of those finishes where Luger both Hart. people go over, yeah, but they have to freeze frame it to see whose feet hits the ground first. And Daniel Bryan wins the Royal Rumble. And he gets to go in and do something that he's never done. Right. That's That would be poetry for pro wrestling because in your careers, when, is, Daniel Bryan may retire. Daniel Bryan may be gone in two years, three years. Yep. So why, why, why wait? Big E well, is going to be around for another eight, ten years. He's got plenty of time. Cesaro's got plenty of time. It's like in my in the perfect world, in my world of the way that I see stuff. Mm -hmm. That's that's why that's where I see it. What do you think? Well, I love the, the the kind of trio that you were talking about there. Uh, I would love to see an ending of the Royal Rumble, and I know this is SmackDown heavy, so it's probably not going to happen this way, but with the way the stories have been told. And also, well, I, I, I do think you need a baby face to win. I mean, assuming it's going to be Reigns, right? If, you, if you're going after Reigns, you want to have the story there. So I love the idea of Cesaro, Nakamura, Daniel Bryan, and Big E all being left in the ring at the end, right? And and those four kind of having, uh, you said, the label lock around the, you know, wrapped around the post. They fall out together. I think there's a lot you can do there. Uh, Mark, here's the thing. As we talk about Daniel Bryan, I don't know who's going to win. You were talking about the Rumble being unpredictable for the, like, really unpredictable for the first time in many, many years. I couldn't agree more. I don't, I have Can't no call. clue which uh, no, you can't. Not even can you not call it like when you start fantasy booking it. I think there are like legitimately five, six, seven ways winners that you can have where I'm going to be probably legitimately happy with with the story that you could possibly tell. But, Mark, I don't think there's any better story than Daniel Bryan and Roman Reigns. I think we know the Samoan story is taking a back seat because WrestleMania is not going to have fans. I do think that Rock was 
plan. Roman Reigns uh, gave an interview earlier this week where he said something to the effect of, I think it was to Fox Sports, that is definitely – something that fans have been waiting for I'm paraphrasing here or, or, or that is, uh, you know, something fans might have to wait for. And if there was any match to wait for, that would be it. So it it sounds like it's something that's being kicked around. I think there was a chance we would have gotten it this WrestleMania, but again, no fans. Uh, so I think next WrestleMania is a possibility. So you do a stopgap. What better stopgap? What better story to tell, Mark, especially starting at Royal Rumble, than the story of a heel Roman Reigns and a babyface Daniel Bryan? They were both babyfaces back uh, at that infamous Royal Rumble that Daniel Bryan won, That, or excuse me, that Roman Reigns won, that everyone wanted Daniel Bryan to win. The Rock came out to raise Roman Reigns' yeah. hand. He got booed out of the building. Right, Mark? That's a continuation of that story. Let's do it from a different angle with Roman as this mega heel, with Daniel as this mega babyface. And even if, you know, even if you have Roman go over on Daniel at WrestleMania, I don't hate that because you just make him even more dislikable, even more venomous, right? If Roman does, kicks up the dastardly factor as we head into WrestleMania, I just think that story almost writes itself. It's almost too perfect to ignore. Yeah, I I think you're right. I I think that that's exactly what we need. I think that Roman is uh, such a polarizing character that he needs a polarizing guy to step to him. And we know ultimately we're going to see Roman Reigns and Drew McIntyre. It's just how do we get there? Yeah. And you have to do it with guys that everybody loves and believes in. And there's nobody in pro wrestling that we believe in more than Daniel Bryan. It's true. Great point. I mean, us wrestling fans, like, we love some Daniel Bryan. And I I put myself in that category. The dude is special. Yep. Hmm. That's interesting. There may what you said about their baby being made. I basically when you say that, like he is the top baby face in professional wrestling. When you talk about, you know, people getting and behind him, you said you said time. belief. Right. Underdog, top baby face, right. But the belief factor is there. You're absolutely right. I don't think there is any other wrestler more in pro wrestling that, that we believe you feel in. Right, right. In your heart. Yep. I I believe in you, man. I I man, you can get it done. Go do it, Daniel. Come yep. on. Everybody wants to see him do it. He never done it before. He's never got that. He's never got that ride. He never stood next to that big. The trophy is taller than he is. <laughs> and, I mean, you know what I'm saying? I do. <laughs> like our man, every wrestling magazine, every promotion, like man, we'd have to have him on busted open. Talking about the title and the trophy and Daniel, uh, we saw you standing next to the trophy. We wouldn't have to finish it. He would go, the trophy's taller than I am. <laughs> he knows like, what it, that's, that's what we want yeah. as fans. Hey, everyone. This is Nicole Auerbach, and I want to invite you inside the Coaches Clubhouse, a brand new podcast from SiriusXM that examines what drives coaches on and off the sidelines. We talk to coaches from all different sports and all walks of life about their passion for the profession, their mentors, philosophies, and stories, and also what they care about when they're outside the spotlight. We'll give you a unique perspective on some of the greats in their profession, from Olympic coaches to Super Bowl champions and everyone in between. New episodes out every Wednesday on the SiriusXM app, Pandora, and Apple Podcasts. 
very channel, same bat time, same bat channel. You know the deal. Fight Nation 156. And they're going to be back on Monday with the Busted Open Awards for 2020. So make sure you check out that. You think there's still time to vote. You can head out to at Busted Open Radio on Twitter to get in on a couple of those uh, uh, categories still, including moment of the year and interview of the year. So good stuff there for the Busted Open Awards going down with Monday going down excuse me on monday with dave and bully mark i know you're going to be listening to that very uh very uh, interested in what the fans have to say and vote on i know there were some good categories and as always it comes from the busted open nation the most engaged and passionate fan base out there in radio land yeah i think that probably of all of the categories i think wrestler of the year is probably the most important one yeah um we've we've had a during this pandemic, there's a lot that has gone on. There's a lot. I mean, it's just so much. Yeah. And here we here we are, um, trying to figure out who the best has been. Golly, that's hard, man. It's really, really hard. You look at who's been champion, and even not not even championships. <clears throat> you look at at, at people that have just put up such great performances. And that is where I hang my hat on. I think, you know, to the likes of Daniel Bryan. We just got through talking about Daniel. Yeah. Daniel came back. Even with losses, he's elevated the business. You know, and you have to at least at some point go, okay, Sometimes it is about championships, but we haven't had any bad wrestling. Like Not really. Guys have elevated. Um, I mean, we had some. We've had some uh, wrestling matches that I like to forget about. That we we had like, we had who, some gimmicks under underground <laughs> and retribution. I mean, I could absolutely throw those in the trash and throw kerosene yeah, on them. Yeah, you could throw that in the trash. Yeah, but you know, but but stuff. we're I mean, but by and large, you're absolutely right. The the matches, the flow, the week to week storytelling, the adaption in terms of production, the introduction of the AK. Listen, for a pandemic. Pro wrestling has been firing on all cylinders. We were gonna yeah, listen, bro. We were work. we were gonna have uh, we were gonna have underground and we were gonna have retribution no matter what. We were gonna have shitty gimmicks no matter what. That's just pro wrestling. That happens. That's been happening for our entire lives. That's okay. You win some, you lose some. But for a pandemic, a plus, man. Well, I, I mean, it's it's done a they've done a hell of a job, and I, I'm curious to see because I mean, God, you look at Oscar for instance. Yeah. Like tag champ, world champ, wrestled Sasha, Bailey, everybody in between. I mean, it's man. It's, it's you just mentioned hard. two others. You just mentioned two others, Sasha and Bailey, and you're right. That is yeah. really hard. From the Shit, women, they both Oscar. were champion. Both <laughs> yep. were tag champion. Yep. They had a great rivalry. Bailey had that incredible run. <laughs> Proved us wrong, Mark. We sat here, whatever, October 2019, when she went heel, and we we're like, no, you need to change that shit. That ain't going to work. And we, we we were dead wrong. So, uh, yeah, I mean, it is, it is a very, very tight race. Now, speaking of dead wrong, Mark, your buddy Skip, a.k.a. Ryback, he, 
that's fucked in the terms of dead wrong. I think it was dead wrong to pick a fight with you and pick a fight with the uh, professional wrestling business. I know a lot has been said about Ryback. It started last Saturday on this here show when you responded to Ryback and his words about the business. And uh, yeah, it's been back and forth since there. I don't think I need to catch anybody up on it. I think they're well aware. But uh, we have some news in the world of Skip Land. Skip uh, was on his recent live stream that he does uh i'm trying to catch the exact name of it it is uh ryback tv ryback tv so he was doing this live uh hit on ryback tv i don't know if he was twitching i'm not sure exactly what he was doing but he was doing his podcast whatever the case may be the shooting blanks wrestling report that's the name of it and he had a comment on the future his future in the wrestling business and i want the uh, nation to hear from it this is ryback on ryback tv uh, telling fans that he's coming back? Question mark. This is Ryback. I have to understand my story as well, and that it doesn't make me a failure. But if it doesn't, Mark Size, I'm okay with that also, because I am coming back, and I'm going to go to the competition. We're going to kick their ass in the ratings. Like, I have to understand my story. As well. Okay, Mark. That is Ryback saying he is coming back, and he is coming back to the competition, and he's going to kick their ass in the ratings mark when i hear him say that the competition i think that i mean that means something more than it's ever met in the history of pro wrestling before because all elite wrestling is here it is on a, a big network and they're obviously making waves and making ratings so it sounds like ryback was hinting at a potential aew debut the competition we're going to kick their ass in the ratings uh what do you think uh i hope that the good old folks at AWC's the snake in the woodpile and says no thank you because you can say whatever you want but you have to believe somebody when they say with their own words how they feel okay there's another uh WWE legend that has you know had to live with the fans and and the talent not respecting them like they used to. And I think this is the same category that he's going to be in. Like, nobody's going to look at him and go, he was just joshing, like he said. And he talked about his the sympathy plea in the, the second section of his uh rebuttal mm-hmm. uh well my back is so jacked up and i'm hurt and you know i had to step away from the business and i can't do what i used to do and yada 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 there's no sympathy there we all hurt right we all sacrificed our bodies but the one thing that we all didn't do is we didn't attack the business. We didn't say that we, the business is fake. In those words, we know that it's scripted, but it is a lot, a lot of work that goes into your your craft to make it so good that people don't care about it being scripted. They want to see great performances. They want to 100%. be in suspended, put in suspended belief. And when you say, title is prime, 
you 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 mean to tell me that Tony Khan is gonna stand there and say, "Oh yeah, come on over, come on, hold our prop up." Hey hey, Brody Lee, Brody Lee didn't earn that TNT Championship. That Brody, was a prop that Brody was given Lee, to him. Like, yeah, yeah. He didn't he didn't earn he didn't win anything. <laughs> you mean to tell me that? That's yeah. called fishing. It's like um you ever been to just a random spot. We're talking I'm about sure. bagels and barbecue. I, mean, I was just saying I've been to your, lots your of favorite, random spots. Your favorite can't. bagel place. You're <laughs> yeah. at your favorite bagel place. Yeah. You come in and the the, the person is kind of attracted to you and they looking at you and talking to you hey ryan good to see you again literally literally never happened in my entire life mark okay let's just play like you're like super (laughs) hot and they're just playing it up and (laughs) see you and bending over like all like oh oh my god i dropped this and have to look back at you and stuff like that's that's what's going on right now yeah nobody's falling for that shit I know fishing when I see it. You think Tony Khan don't know fishing when he sees it? You think that that's going to boost the ratings? Let me tell you what that's going to do. That's going to make the real fan go, damn, is the money that important? Mm. That's, what's, that's what it's going to do. I just, I mean, from from comments from other wrestlers, um, that have basically took my side and said what they said about me. That's there. I I doubt it. If it happens, I'm not gonna boycott watching AEW. Oh right, right. I would I wouldn't do that. But I'm gonna tell you what. I would I would um. I would think differently about uh the people that's involved. I would think that, you know, maybe it is, you know, maybe I'm the only one that's sentimental about something that I love like the fans are. Would you? That's how I would think. Would you view it as like a reward for him going viral and for him making that post and for having this back and forth with you? Like that that he essentially, you get what I'm saying? Like that, that, that he was almost put over because of it? I would think that. And I I would regret even mentioning him at that point. I would feel like I have as big a part of getting him there as he did. And in pro wrestling, when you, people have done that, like that's, you know, real live angles have turned into TV angles. Uh, This one won't because I told you last week I was through with it. I don't, do I sound angry? No, but I, I sound, I, I'm I'm more you dejected. Did, you did you did last week because I had to sit across oh, the Zoom from you, I, and when you were talking about ripping skin off of faces and you know calling him Skip and you know I that I yeah I was, I was mad then I said yeah. now no 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 I'm now yes, no, I'm you're done good. with it yes yes I'm done yes. with it because yeah. you know it's it's like I'm giving life to a situation that is already dead to me. And and it's dead. If I went through my phone, I wouldn't do that because there's been some the highest level wrestlers of all time. Some of them have reached out to me and said, you were right, man. Like, thank you for standing up for us. 
and some of the stuff you would laugh your ass off. <laughs> like he, what? he, he's man. You talk about ruining a locker room and you ruining a business. It wouldn't take but about two or three weeks, and I was mm. like, yeah, probably. But you know what? Gonna pedal your testosterone enhancers and all of that stuff when the real world knows that the only way that you get it like that is if you take as many science project syringes and stick them in yourself. You got to stop talking like this, Mark, because you're going to keep saying, oh, this is dead and it's not a shoot that's going to turn into an actual match. I want that. Now I want the main event of WrestleMania to be Roman versus The Rock, and I want that co-main to be Mark Henry versus Mr. Testosterone. Like, you kidding me? You think I don't? You think I got to? You think I don't want this? As a fan, I do. But no, no, I know it's not. And I see the seriousness in your voice, and it's just, uh, it's it's an interesting thing kind of happening here in professional wrestling. I just feel bad for wrestling, man, because, you know, I love wrestling. Like yep. I got my family. I love my family. Well, like that's you're what not came allowed out last to week. talk about my children. You're not allowed to talk about my wife. You're not. Uh, you're you're somebody that I love and care about, and I just can't allow that. Like you know, I take whatever heat, whatever flack, or whatever you want to call it, but I'm willing to accept that. I'm really willing to accept it, and. I don't want to give life to it no more, you know. So this is the last day that I'm I'm going to talk about it because I think it's a waste of my energy and a waste of my time. You know, I just hope that the good old folks at <laughs> AEW and Impact and all the companies alike that respect the business and don't want to ever trivialize their titles and the legend and lore, um, people like Nick Aldis holding the five pounds of gold. Why would you trivialize that title by someone that said, it's a prop. It's not even, you don't win anything because they failed. And they want, it's like, come out guys. They caught us. Don't, don't put everybody in it. Don't kill the messenger. And that's what happened. I just, you know, I'm done with it, man. Well. There's so many wonderful things going on in pro wrestling. I'm not going to sully it up talking about this stuff no more. Hey, everybody. This is Fran Freshella, host of the podcast World of Basketball. The game of basketball has truly become a global game. Markovic buys it into Mickey, and somehow it goes in. Each week, I talk with the players, coaches, and executives who have led the way in growing the game of basketball around the world. Real Madrid have stolen victory from the jaws of defeat. Episodes are available every Thursday on the SiriusXM app, Pandora, and Apple Podcasts. The landscape of pro wrestling is evolving, which means more options for fans. So many activities. Mark Henry and Ryan McKinnell are here to answer the difficult questions. What was the best show this week? If you ain't first, you're last. The week's over, so get over. This is the Busted Open Weekly Winner. Yeah, that's right. Hour three underway. You know what damn time it is. Weekly winner time. I'm Ryan. That is Mark. And we are about to give you the best was in the week of Professor Wrestling. But before we do, 
Mark, these Bernie Sanders memes are out of control. Like, I mean, they are they are literally out of control. I think that is great, man. I think it's a way to entertain. Everybody's having fun with it. It's pretty cool. I just saw, I just showed you one. I just saw the, this most recent one of Bernie Sanders tombstoning uh, the undertaker. That is pretty outstanding. I even made my Twitter header mark um, Bernie sitting at a fold up table, all lonely at an autograph signing like Virgil. So I got the, I got the Virgil, wow. the, Virg, the Virgil Bernie meme. I know you see the one with me. Oh, of course. Guards have put it out. What? Last night before we went to bed. Yeah, man. Standing, sitting there in the hey, ring. Oh, you, hey, oh, you leave Bernie alone. You, you leave him alone. That man is hey, a saint. I'm just <laughs> saying. Better get out. I can think, I can think of about 100 politicians that you should world's strongest slam, but Bernie Sanders, that's my guy. He is not one of them. If anything, you go over there and you bring the nation back for Bernie. That's what I need. I need the nation being security, running security for Bernie Sanders. Brother Bernie, let's go. Let's go. I'm now fantasy Bernie, booking. Bernie needs protecting. Yes. Yeah. Protect Bernie at all costs. All right, Mark. It is weekly winter time. It is hour three. Look forward to hearing from the nation. We're actually going to get to calls uh, coming up a little early, after, right after weekly winter. So stick around, 877-344-4893. Thoughts on Rumble, thoughts on SmackDown, or thoughts on your weekly winner. Got some questions on McGregor? Oh, maybe we'll take a couple of those as well. So plenty more to get to, so stick around for that. But, Mark, weekly winter time, it is, uh, it's tight. It's tight in terms of competition. But, uh, I mean, ever since we've been keeping track here to start the, the new year and our new year, uh, well, I think it starts technically for us in October, but the actual 2021 starting in January, it's been, it's been all SmackDown, man. So uh, is it going to change this week? What do you say? You know what, man? I don't know if it's uh, – I do know. I do know. <laughs> Um, but I'm going to just start like this. All right. Um, a lot of people, they give raw a lot of flack and I thought raw was, you know, above average this, this week. I was entertained, especially the number one thing on that show was AJ Styles and Ricochet. I was going to say Styles Clash. Styles Clash, Styles Clash, Styles Clash. (laughs) That finish made for the whole show. And and that's the thing about pro wrestling. If you give good wrestling, like the fans will re- will reward you uh with their kudos. Like man, hell of a hell, hell of a spot. And that finish, one of the best finishes I've seen in the whole pandemic era. Yep. Um I I like I like watching the uh, hurt business. The the animosity and turmoil between Cedric Alexander and Shelton and Bobby and yep. MVP going, man, like, stop bullshitting. Like, go out there and win. But work together. Like, it was the um, um, Alexa Bliss. Like, what was there not to like about that? I mean, it was showing depth of character and changing. And um, they did a good job. I mean, I'm it's... Still, the in-between is too long. You know, three hours is just a lot, man, for anybody. Hey, what would you think um, about, uh, Mark, what would you think about Mace getting the Xavier? I didn't too much like that. I thought that, you know, you can – there's other ways to do everything. Okay. I thought I thought that the um, the numbers game and, you know, that that is what it is. You know, one guy's not going to beat up a whole faction of guys. I don't care. 
Um, I remember when the nation was rolling. Nobody, when when we attacked, it was over. You got your ass beat. And same thing with watching DX. You had an issue with DX, they beat you up. And you look at the New Day. The New Day could overpower you. They could finesse you. And they can entertain you and, and, and turn you and make you become members of the New Day temporarily. Hell, I danced with the New Day. I, sh- I shared that gift earlier in the week. So I think it was on a not. I think it was on inauguration day. It's a new day. Let's go, Mark Henry. Right, get it, right. Get it in. Get it in. So it it is. Um, it was it was pretty cool, man. To my my dog is whining because she wants food. Hi, and Murphy. no, Murphy, I'm not feeding you. <laughs> Just sit. And you know it's it's. Um, I see her. I see her. I see her tail keep popping up like a like a telescope. What was the like a submarine telescope thing that pops out of the the water? Yeah. Come on, come on, buddy. Come on, I want to eat. And they can't. And they can't even see it. Only I can see this. Only I can see the beauty of your little black lab, Murphy. Hey, Murphy's got a Murphy's got the salt and pepper like we do. She's one of us. Yeah, yeah. She wanna. She got the. She got no. No, Beat it. it. So, (laughs) but but I'm telling you, man, like. They, the, the, when you have a faction, you have to win. Yeah. Otherwise, it just signals that you're garbage. That man, y'all, you want you gotta let one guy beat y'all. You know, and so I didn't have a problem with it. Okay. Um, and and moving on to Wednesday, like we all know that, um, AEW has shined in ways that I, I just didn't know that they can keep doing it, but they did. I mean, man, from the time that the show started and the birthday party started, I was just howling, laughing, so entertained, and little Brody Lee uh, stole it again. I mean, he's a kid, and he's stealing it with the adults and man just the the one thing that i I told yesterday i was on with dave and i just you know being a being a a fatty um (laughs) i just couldn't handle the fact that you take a perfectly good cake Mm. perfectly good cake and it looked good i heard that i i can hear it in your voice i can hear it i can hear the sadness and then you smash it? What? I mean, damn. Listen, well, man, you know <laughs> fat kids love cake. Well, also I heard I you love talking cake, about- <laughs> man. And I also- had a problem with that. So we need to we need to get somebody standing outside of AEW Arena like don't smash the cake sign. If I see a don't smash the cake sign in the crowd, then I'll know that we're effective, that we're doing our jobs. That's your But Brody, when little Brody (laughs) came in and said, hey, you idiots, my birthday was three days ago. I, man, I'm telling you, like I had to put my drink down. I, like it was entertaining as hell. But, but the whole show was good. I mean, um, 
Bully was not happy with the fact that stuff was not crisp. Yeah. And I there think were, there that, were a few, uh, I mean, there were a few mo- there were a few moments there, Mark. There were there were a couple that, spots that were blown. Yeah, I mean, yeah. it was, and it's going to happen, especially when you have sure. so many moving pieces, um, young people doing it in the process. It, it's just going to take time to to handle to be worked out. Uh, I said yesterday that you dance with the date that you brought. That show is geared towards uh, flipping and flying in spots, and that's what I expect when I tune, tune on AEW. So I'm not disappointed. I'm saying that they're getting better with the psychology. They're getting better with the storytelling. And uh, you look at Private Party, like I said yesterday. The the thing with Private Party is you see him in the corner and brother hits him in the ribs with the chair. Right. And he goes, man, what are you doing? But I like it. Right, right, right. And, he ch- and I was like, now you're starting to get it. It takes time, man. It's not going to happen overnight, and this is for all fans, not just AEW fans or WWE fans. If you've ever watched wrestling in your life, it takes time and seasoning to get that done. And, you know, like the women, they, they I'm, I'm very proud of, of the women. You know, they, they're doing a, a hell of a job. But you go into the main event, and the referee is not doing much. Not even really navigating and telling people get in, get out. Like you know, I'm gonna start a count. You know, whatever. Like they gotta do a better job. But the one thing about that, with all of the people that was involved, Jericho, MJF, Swags, you know, Ortiz and Santana, Santana and Ortiz. Um, you know who shined. Sammy. Sammy looked like he's he's too exciting and too charismatic to be a boring ass heel. He's gotta be a baby face. And, you know, I see it on the horizon. It's coming. He's making those moves. And we're gonna get to see. We're the ones, the fans, we're the ones that's gonna benefit. Yeah. Because in the future we're gonna see Sammy Guevara and MJF for years and years. And it's going to be like Taker, Shawn Michaels. Like we're going to see it for years and years and years. It's going to be great. Um, But NXT, man, NXT was like a really good show, man. Like the from, uh, I I just, Kushida is just getting, it's like something like a light switch turned on with him. Yeah. He he he's he's gotten dramatically better in a short period of time. Just in a month or so, you see him being more aggressive. And I think that's what he needed. I think he needed to be more aggressive. Leon Ruff is is exciting as hell. He he's one that they didn't use other than squash matches and then he started all the the stuff with the title with uh, the Archer of Infamy, and now he's working Johnny Gargano, and right. uh, now you see him in the place that he is. They they did a hell of a job. 
Karen Cross, like just having him on the show is damn, damn good. Good, good, like, good to have him back because in any spot, yeah, yeah, <laughs> He's it's, good. it's good to have him back. Yeah. I enjoyed the women's tag. Um, some, I, I don't think that it's patchwork putting uh, Tony Storm and Mercedes Martinez. I don't believe them as a team. Yeah. I think it's just two good wrestlers put together in a in a tag, and of course the tag team should beat them, and and they did a good job. Bronson Reed. Like you know, I'm the fat guy. I'm the thick big boy? guy. I don't, I like the thick boy <laughs> doing his thing. I'm I'm prejudiced to the big dude. And then you get we, to the we meat. we we are prejudiced to the big dude. We 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 <laughs> we are. Um, but I get to the main event and the fight pit and everything that went along with it. The aggressive Ooh. nature, the the hard hitting, the the wrestling psychology. The storytelling was unbelievable. And the end result, them being on their knees, on the ground, looking at each other, and and um, the nodding of mm-hmm. respect. Like, all right, man, you're a piece of garbage, but I tell you what, nobody can't tell me that you ain't hardcore. Like, you for real. And and I loved it. Um we watched SmackDown last night and um there was nothing on the show that was weak. NXT was a great show. But there was nothing on the show that was weak from the beginning. From hearing Charlotte Flair's music until Kevin Owens put Roman Reigns through the announce table. <laughs> there was nothing weak on the show. And as much as I want to get to what Roman Reigns means to that program, I have to say that Sasha Banks beating Reginald was spectacular. Yeah, that was fun. Like, it was fun to watch an intergender match and to see Sasha Banks do sasha banks things yeah she can take anything and bro and put some put polish on it and uh i I just really enjoyed it i think that it's an element that the wwe is gonna have to continue uh to bring in guys like reginald and have them face these dominant entities in the business I think Leon Ruff could come up and be one of those guys. Um, we always we grew up with the Brooklyn Brawler. Yeah, Brooklyn Brawler was you know tried and true. You he was only powerful when he wrestled in Brooklyn. Everywhere else he got ass whooping, <laughs> but when he was in Brooklyn, oh, you was in trouble. You don't want the Brawler, not in Brooklyn, but. Uh, hell, it was hell of a show, man. Um, anytime that you get a championship match, Big E and Apollo Crews, great match. Sami Zayn, yeah, for, of course, for as, for as long as it lasted, it. but yeah, Sami coming yeah. in was awesome. It was so good, and then Sami 
unhandcuffing himself and then coming and giving the kick in the corner. Hashtag uh, justice just, for Sammy. Bastard. Ruined such a good good match. And in the comedy, man, like the WWE is laughing at itself. And 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 I'm telling you, that obstacle course and, and having Bailey and Bianca and, and one of the callers called in and said, Listen, why would a baby face like Otis and and um God, why am I Gable. drawing a blank? Gable. Like, why would they be involved in something hillish? It, yeah. it, 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 he wasn't supporting Bailey. He was being a a, a factor for the uh, foil of uh, Bianca. Right. You know, I I just didn't seem like that was you know a big deal. They used one. Why not use the other? It, it, it just came it. with it. Yeah. I didn't think nothing of it, and. Um, I thought it was just very entertaining, man. And uh, Dominic is getting better. Dominic Mysterio, uh, it's not his turn. He's still a boy. Like, you give Dominic two or three more years, and then we can start planning on major storylines, moving him into doing stuff. But right now, he's got to get his reps in. Like, he's he's like that young Mark Henry. You got to take your time. <laughs> but Roman Reigns and the promos that they cut in the beginning and everything that happened with Paul Heyman and Adam Pierce and the whole world, the as the, the world turns, days of our lives, you name a soap and they can't touch it. You can't. A cat can't scratch it. And and, and Mark, right. not to cut you off, not to cut you off. You know one of the reason you you bring up days of our lives. The reason I think that this is working so damn well. It's not. I I know there's a scripted element to it, but when these men are out there doing their thing, that is freestyling. That is Reigns leading the the charge. Do it, and they're feeding off of each other. They're, what I'm saying, Mark. There's an authenticity and a believability to it that I don't think you can do any other way. And it is speaking to the talent of these men and the way it's all coming together. Right, and and there being an example for other wrestlers, uh, Sami Zayn has it. You know, yeah. we don't have oh, yeah. Sami. Don't need any coaching. Like he's he's got it, but I think that everybody else under them can take notes to what Sammy is doing and yes. what Roman Reigns is doing, and even Big E said it the other day. Like I'm comfortable being me, and when he said that, he said it with such passion that I was like, okay, I get That's it. A- that's a powerful thing too, Mark, especially in that company to feel comfortability and it will push you light years ahead of folks. And that being said, man, I mean, if you're not first, you're last. And I, there's some, still some meat on the bone I left for you, but (laughs) I got to give it to SmackDown again, man. I mean, as much as I love the fight pit, uh, I was just very well entertained by SmackDown. It had two moments of comedy and levity. It had such a serious nature to it, and it had good wrestling. I, I It had a championship match. Yeah. It had everything but a, a serious return, and I, I just I have to give it to SmackDown. 
So the biggest moments for the week from me, Mark, I'm glad you brought up that Styles clash because that finish between Ricochet and AJ Styles definitely stood out uh, on Monday. The complete show of Wednesday with NXT, I thought, really, Mark, I'm going to be honest, as we get started, when we when I get started here to give my weekly winner, it really just came down to NXT and it came down to SmackDown for me. I thought those were the two best shows. I thought AEW had a solid show, but it certainly wasn't one of their best. I thought it actually raw might've even been better than, than AEW this week. I'm not ranking them. I'm just saying they were more in line than the two. I thought the two clear a shows were NXT and AEW or excuse me, NXT and SmackDown. The one thing I did want to mention that we, we glossed over back to Tuesday. How about private party showing up on impact? go and heal with the help of matt hardy and jerry lynn right i right. they them landing in impact i i want to see more of that like i want to see more of the women from impact come over to aew and i want to see that AEW. last saturday Yep, exactly and it's happening right and private party shows up new wrinkle in their character what's it gonna mean for aew in the future anyway just a really good piece of business as our pal billy ray likes to say that i enjoyed on tuesday and impact continues to have solid shows and really being benefited from this you know this sort of new era that we're entering and, and working together and cross promotion all that stuff whatever it means we don't really know i don't really care i'm just enjoying it uh nxt man you said it. I don't think, I, I think Bully said it too. I don't think there's any question. Match of the week was Thatcher and Ciampa, right? Like that was the best match we saw all week. So that obviously helps NXT immensely when you're, when you're talking about ranking, especially when it's juxtaposed to, you know, Lucha House Party taking out Imperium, which was honestly a little bit of a surprise to me in that Dusty Rhodes tag classic, but I love it because I love what Lucha House Party can be in theory. You had that great finish from Kat and Zaro when she did her uh, twisting senton off the top. You mentioned Thick Boy, and again, crosses on the show. NXT was a great professional wrestling show but it was not for me as good as smackdown mark and i i I, i'm trying so damn hard to have it not be recency bias that hey it's a saturday and we're coming off a friday hey it's been this good for you know so long i'm trying to be fair on a week-to-week basis to not let any of that carry over and i don't think i am when you are looking at the best work being done on a microphone by either a manager or talent when we talk about roman reigns or paul Heyman, they are both firing on all all cylinders the it is just captivating television it begins the show it ends the show it's anchored in the middle of the show and it sets the pace for the Sasha Banks is being able to have a little bit of a comedic routine with Reginald right a little bit of comedy with Sami Zayn uh there interrupting that intercontinental championship match a little bit of comedy in the obstacle course mark we had three different sort of injections of comedy last night on smackdown in different segments and it didn't feel forced it didn't feel ridiculous it didn't feel childish it didn't feel pg it felt like it fit and that again is just such a testament to the complete show that friday night is i am also giving my weekly winner to friday night smackdown i just i gotta be honest i can't sit here and play devil's advocate i can't just take nxt because mark didn't nxt was a great show it was an a a minus show i just feel like smackdown again was a a plus we're talking incrementally we're talking minute percentages but smackdown is burning it's absolutely on fire thanks for listening catch us monday through saturday on busted open from 9 a.m to noon eastern on sirius xm fight nation channel 156 the busted open podcast the longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards the longest field goal ever missed also 76 yards why bring this up because knowing your limits matters both when you're kicking a field goal 
and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand.